Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. We take you until noon. In about a half an hour, we'll give four of our listeners an opportunity to win some barbecue from our friends at Claxons, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. That's coming up at about 1135. Our picks before we get out of here at noon. Do you like the slate this week, TC? Not really. Rivalry components kind of throwing things, a wrench into it. And I'm so hot. I mean, it just four and one. <laughs> Must be nice. Four and one. Four and one. Four and one. That's sixteen it's boring, and four. Trent. That's boring. And now I'm nervous because every time I get good, I know what's the inevitable backside of it. Mm. You're never hot forever. That's true. You can stay cold forever, seemingly. <laughs> My God. Bama Bob joins the program. Hello, Bama Bob. Happy Thanksgiving, Bama. How are you? The same to you guys. And yeah, you're right, Trent. It is. What goes around comes around, and I think what makes it harder even this week is not only the rivalry games, but you know you've got games Thursday that impact Friday, and Friday that impact Saturday. So I mean that's that's just another component to it. But you know what? We'll take four or five days straight of football. I think. Okay. I mean, sadly, this the <laughs> curtain comes down, but you're 100 percent right, Bama. And Thursday yeah. does impact Friday, and ditto it's uh, Friday into Saturday. So let's get into them, and you know we'll do as we always do for you. Uh, give you an opportunity. Trent and I have talked to Iowa, Nebraska, Iowa State, and TCU. I mean, Iowa State, TCU, Iowa State's a 14.5-point favorite. I think the biggest story is, you know, saying goodbye to those uh, to those players right. that um, had such an impact on, on Campbell and on the on the fan base in general. Uh, but Iowa, Nebraska, Nebraska will have a new quarterback. Adrian Martinez is out. Uh, I thought this was a tricky spot going into the week until the Martinez broke on Monday, uh, news broke on Monday. Uh, your thoughts on those two games, Bama? Yeah, I'll start with Iowa State first, just real quick. Um, you're, you're right. It's been – you just can't – there's no other way to say it. It's just been a disappointing season. Um, they came in with so much hope and so much promise and maybe a little too much hype. Um, you know, I think ranked seventh preseason, which, you know, sometimes tells you, uh, you know, what preseason polls really mean. But I think I think it's safe to say that this is probably the greatest senior class in Iowa State history. I don't know if that's overstating it or not. I don't think I mean, it is. Trent, do you? I mean, just, I mean, what they've done, you know, who they've beaten, the games that they've won, the teams that they've beaten, that they've won, or they've beaten. And, yeah. I, you know, the sad thing is they've, they've yet, they weren't able to win the division. But I think there'll be a big crowd tomorrow for, uh, for Senior Day in Ames. I, I know the, the fans will be excited to them, to, to, to bid them farewell. And, and look, you can't, Wins and losses aside, I don't think you can underestimate the impact that this class has had. They, think of how many network games Iowa State yeah. has had the last two to three years that just in years past they didn't. But and boxes for, that have for, never I, checked before, where you know there was a check mark. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And uh, you know, and that what you want to see now, if you're Iowa State, is you want to see this momentum built off of that. You don't want to be, uh, you know, one great senior class and then kind of, you know, back to sort of middling again. You just want to see it build from there, and, and we'll see what happens with Campbell and if they can do that. But for Iowa, I think it helps 
playing this game on Friday ahead of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if it were the other way around, if Wisconsin wins, and what does Iowa have to play for other than, you know, a trip to Orlando or Tampa or, you know, wherever it happens to be. So I think the, you know, the X factor with the quarterback, I mean, that's that, you know, that kind of, that surprised me, I think. You know, when I, I know it surprised me um, when I saw that, but. Because he finished um, the game, for crying out loud. He finished yeah, the Wisconsin game. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Um, but, you know, so, but for Iowa, yeah. I mean, it, it's all going to be right there in front of you. And, you, you know, you, you have to take care of your business. And then once that's done, it's done. And if you do, then you, you sit back and you, you know, root like hell, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, for, for, <laughs> for, for many. But, uh, yeah, exactly. So I, I just, you know, uh, I just, and, and, that Minnesota game's interesting because that's another team. You know, I love these outdoor cold weather games late in the year. I just, I do. I'm, I, I love watching them from the warmth of my <laughs> living room. I'll put it that way. I don't know that I want to be sitting out there, but, um, but yeah, Iowa got to take care of business. Sit back, see what happens uh, with Wisconsin, and and if it breaks the right way, then they're going to get a shot at either Ohio State or Michigan in the Big Ten championship, which is all you can ask for. Mm-hmm. Not sure you want it, but you know. It's, it's what you want, and then when you get there, you'll see how you handle it, I guess. Indeed. Trent, let's talk about that Wisconsin-Minnesota game. I, I, I won't be shocked if Wisconsin doesn't win the football game. I expect that they will, but mm-hmm. on the other hand, if they don't, we've seen Minnesota play above their heads. They can play very physical football. We know about that huge offensive line. The defense is pretty good, but I keep coming back. In order to beat Wisconsin, the way they're playing defensively, you have to throw the football. Yeah. And Maybe it was early in the week I was just – hoping that Minnesota would win this football game. And the more that I broke it down, Tanner Morgan stinks. And you're not beating Wisconsin without a passing threat. I just don't think they have enough through the year, ultimately. And that was a initially game on the list. Yeah, I'm going to grab the Gophers and get the touchdown. And boy, the more I get into it, I just I don't feel confident with Tanner Morgan in this spot. I don't think he can win this game for him. Do you, Bama? I, I, I wouldn't. I would not put my money on it. No, can he? Sure, anything can happen. Um, but you're right. Wisconsin. Wisconsin is playing the second best. I think maybe third. You could argue Michigan. You know, they're they're one of the top three teams in the Big Ten right mm-hmm. now in terms of the way they're they're playing. Um, and this is kind of what we thought we would see from the beginning of the season, and it didn't happen. Uh, you know, Penn State knocks them off early, and and just you know Michigan and all the other games, and we thought, hey, it's a lost season, and it's certainly not a lost season. You give them, you give Paul Chris and that staff a lot of credit for flipping this season around. You give the players, obviously, a lot of credit for it. But, um, and I get, listen, I know Minnesota's not Trent's favorite team and, and <laughs> Bill Fleck is not his favorite coach, but you got to give them some credit too because they lost their best player yeah. uh, in week one, in week one yeah. and for the season. And that, that is, that is just, you know, that's just one of those things where, and they relied on him so much, and so oh. much was was built around him. And they've but they've been able to they've got a shot now where, you know, they can they they've just they've just been able to they didn't quit they kept playing and Morgan has done enough to to win games and you know they're going to go bowling and all this other kind of thing. But so I give them I give them credit for losing their absolute by far their best player on the roster in week one against Ohio State and. And now they've got a chance to be a spoiler. And, you know, everybody in your state, or half your state, I guess, 
hopes they are. Probably the other half doesn't care. <laughs> no, they're, they're they're rooting for Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. I, I can tell yeah, you exactly. that. You know what it's yeah. like. You lived here for three years or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, By the way, Ibrahim said he's coming back next year. He announced that I think last night or today. So he will oh, play for. Him. Yeah, absolutely. And here's the other news: is kind Excellent. of just breaking too. Luke Fickle staying in Cincinnati. Um, I saw that they had a they launched a hundred million dollar campaign yesterday as they get set to join the Big Twelve for improvements. Uh, they're yeah. going to try and raise a lot of money, and they're going to keep their football coach. And he, they are telling recruits that he is staying. Let, let's move on. Ben, well, uh, that's the third one in the last couple of days. That's it's, true. I'm sorry, Kenny, but you know, you know, Franklin re up in ten years at Penn State, and then Hugh Free staying at Liberty. That is big because I know Florida really was had him on their radar. Can you imagine Florida thought. fans, Bama? Oh, no. Well, yeah, I can because I'm I married to one and then, you know, all of her in-laws are like, you know, they don't want to come to Florida. I mean, they're all glad to see Dan Mullen go, but that, that you want to talk an indictment on a program oh. that Hugh Freeze would rather stay at Liberty yeah. than take the Florida job. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> and I think some of it's loyalty because they, they took a chance on him when yeah, he got kicked out of Ole Miss and he had the health issues and so I give him a little credit for that. Yep. And, you know, they're an independent, so you can play your own schedule. Um, he's, you know, the de facto AD, if you will, because he did, you know, sort of, uh, you know, in terms of scheduling. But, man, when I saw that, I'm just like, oh, there's a kick in the gut. <laughs> well, I'll say uh, humiliating yeah. in some respects. Trent the Egg Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. Don't have a feel. You don't. You know, and how much will you want? I mean, you got the, we've nah. got the Saints and the Bills. Or the I, Egg Bowl. I'm going to be out of town. I don't know. It, yeah, I don't uh, don't know what my football viewing is going to be this weekend. Unfortunately, no. um, I just Mississippi State hot and cold. Yes, Ole Miss, they are. not the offense we saw at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. after Corral got banged up. So this is one where tell me, Bama, what's going to happen? Because I have no clue. I, I like Ole Miss. I mean, I know it's on the road. It's in Stark Vegas. Um, and listen, Leach. Man, I love the coaching matchup. I really wish we'd get more out of these two because they, they're both just quick-witted. You know, one, Kiffin's kind of the brat, you know, and, and you know, Leach is just the dry humor with the pirate stuff. Um, I don't know how much these two really like one another. I think they respect each other. I, I like what Kiffin has done with Ole Miss. I think he, he kind of blew it uh, in the – I don't and I don't know that he blew the game, but – he just, you know, went for it so many didn't times. Didn't handle it. Yeah, yeah. Didn't handle it well. I think the moment got too big for him. And I understand confidence in your team, but I think he, he went overboard. Um, Mississippi State coming off a big win against Auburn, comeback win um, a couple weeks ago. I, look, I I like Ole Miss in the game. I, I think they're better defensively than what they have been. But this is a fun game. And there's there's – Kenny, I thought the question you sent out that we'll get to later was was one of the best you've ever done. <laughs> this is a fun game. I don't care what's on the line, and there's not really anything on the line because the the division's been clinched other than bragging rights. But this this I, I like this game. I think it's a fun game. Um, it's the biggest game in that state. Talking about a state much like the one I live in, where there's no professional sports and there's only two Power Five schools, and uh, you know they they're, they're going to play each other end of the year. I like Ole Miss. I don't know about the number. I, I get, I get, always get leery with with you know spreads and rivalry games, but I do like, I like Ole Miss to win the game. I think they're that good. I think Corral's the best player. I think he'll play like that. Um, and I just their defense is better than than what you give them credit for. And um, 
he'll throw. I want to see what Leach does. I, I want to see really what both coaches do. I expect a lot. I expect the playbook just to just to be opened wide up in this. You're going to see every trick play that they've got very deep in this playbook. I think because again, they don't really have anything to play for other than pride, and I think there's a lot of pride on both sides to win this game. I probably will watch more of this game than I will the Saints and the Bills uh, on on uh, Thanksgiving night. Anyways, let's move on. And maybe we're seeing Matt Corral for the last time because yeah. he's not going to play yeah. next year. He's already said he's leaving. Does he play in the bowl game? To be determined. Trent, Ohio State, Michigan. Locked and loaded at 11 a.m. at my place. I cannot wait for this football game. I- I'm right there with you. And this is, for me, the ultimate of college football. Growing up in Iowa, Big Ten, the Big Two heavy heads throughout well, Mm -hmm. a long time, even before I was around. This is, they call it the game, and it is the game. This is the one that is must-watch in. It doesn't matter if you think Ohio State's going to club them. It doesn't matter. Just the pomp and circumstance and the gray skies and the cold weather. The team up north. uh, It just, it is the ultimate. It's Bama's better than Alabama, Auburn. It just is. And I know the Iron Bowl is important there. This one is yeah. different. It just it has all the feels that you hope for. They're not in-state rivals. They're border rivals. And I think that adds a different kind of element to it. It just It's so much. I absolutely love the game. And I know I'm going to end up taking the points with Michigan. I, oh. I, know, I know I'm going to do it. I'm going to have a bet on this game, and I'm going to grab the points, and then as it's 56-24, I mean, what in God's name was I thinking? But I'm going to do it. I, I just know myself too well. It feels like too many points, and every advanced analytic points to taking the Wolverines. It's crazy. Trent, we had um, Mike Palm mm-hmm. from Circa on Monday, and he said to you and I and our audience that his uh, line maker, Matt Metcalf, his true line on this game was five and a half. The look ahead was four and a half two weeks ago. And he right, and he thinks the true line is five and a half. The other comes out at seven. Then it's seven and a half. This morning it's eight and a half. And it's probably going to keep going up. I was going to say, when does it get too many before you have to grab ten fifty five? It gets to ten. Do you think it'll get to double digits? I don't know if it'll get that high, but but if you're shot, if you like Michigan, wait as long mm-hmm. as you can. Yeah, Bama, this can be a good football game. Who do you like? Yeah, I like Ohio State. I, I will. I will respectfully disagree with Trent on the on the rivalry, and, and it may be the biggest. I'm not going to argue biggest because that's I think is subjective. I think the intensity of Alabama Auburn is is the best or anywhere I've ever seen, and it is strictly because they are in state. Yeah. And again, no professional sports in our state. The only two Power Five schools in our state. You start looking. We know what Nick Saban has done, but Auburn, you know, they won a national championship with Cam Newton. You've got the kick six game. You had Gus Malzahn, um, you know, in a, in a title game against Florida State. So it's like, for, I don't know, go back a dozen years. And for one or the other of them, it has really meant a lot. Usually Alabama, but Auburn has had their, their, you know, comeuppance as well. But in terms of Michigan, Ohio State, I think it's great. This is the first time in what five six years that it's really meant yes. this much, yeah. and I, I'm glad that it's in Ann Arbor in the big house. I just I love that stadium. I just love the just just a, a big bowl, you know, of a hundred thousand people, and they're going to be wearing you know their blue and maize or whatever it is, and then the Ohio State red will stick out, kind of like uh, the Cincinnati and when we saw it in Notre Dame. And um, you're right, everything says, uh, you know, looking at it you know, outside the numbers or whatever, it, you know, you think, oh, my God, Ohio State's playing so well. but And they are. They're playing as better. They're ranked number two. We saw it when it came out on the 
you know, on the best reality TV show in the world last night <laughs> when they came out, when they got, <laughs> they were ranked number two. And I think that bodes well for Cincinnati as well, because uh, whoever wins this game is going to jump in and the loser is going to fall out and be done. Yeah. So I, I like Ohio State. I just can't bet against them. Again, I'm staying away from the points. I can't, I cannot pick against the Buckeyes the way they're playing, but. Michigan is, this is a good football team. This is the best I think Harbaugh has had. I know they were, you know, they had the whole fourth down controversy call, whatever it was, a, a few years ago when Ohio State won and got into the playoffs. But I think this team is better. They've just gotten better all year. Um, and I think they're peaking at the right time. I expect this to be, I think it's going to be a close game, but I'm not, I'm staying away from the points. Again, simply a rivalry game. You just never know what's going to happen. Um, I think Harbaugh wants to play it close. He, I think if you're smart, you try to limit the possessions that Ohio State has. I think the key for Michigan is you, you absolutely can not turn the football over. You can't give Ohio State a short field. You can't take points off the board on your end with turnovers. If, if you know, you, if you, you know, throw a pick in the end zone or whatever, uh, because if you do, they're just going to eat you alive. I don't see. I'm trying to find a weakness in Ohio State right now, and I can't find it. And and Stroud's just pulling all the strings. We talked about it earlier in the year after that Oregon loss. We thought this team was going to be a force. Uh, they had a lot of chance to get better, and, man, have they ever. Um, I like Ohio State to win the game. I don't know about the points. If it gets, if it, I guess if you forced me, if it got over a touchdown or certainly, like you said, eight and a half, whatever, or approaching ten, you would have to grab them. Um, and then like, you, like Trent says, when it's 49 to 20, you're going, why did I do that? But I like Ohio State to win. They're just playing too good to pick against right now. And I don't, they might be the best, they might guys be the best team in the country. Georgia will certainly have something to say about that. But well, I hope so. I right got a good now, number on them to win the national <laughs> yeah, right championship. Now, yeah. Right now, nobody wants to play this team, probably no. other than Michigan. I think Michigan's really looking forward to this. And, uh, I think it's just going to be a great scene, and it, it is great to have this game, and it is one of the best rivalries, if not the best rivalry in America, in the sport, and it's great that it means so much, and there's so much riding on it, and again, love it at the big house. Uh, that's just one of my get-to stadiums, and it's just going to be fun. Fox, early, outdoors, cold, cloudy. Uh, 110,000 or whatever they pack into that stadium. Just can't wait for it. The game, the Iron Bowl, and Bedlam. Sounds like a pretty good Saturday at the Miller household. Speaking of the Iron Bowl, Trent, you, do you have a take? I wish Bo Nix was around. And yeah. as much as we've made fun of Bo Nix at Me times, mm-hmm. yeah, it just it feels like this should culminate in this direction. The mm-hmm. loss last week to South Carolina mm-hmm. even takes more shine off of this one. It's 19 and a half. I'll probably end up grabbing the points in this one because weird things happen at Auburn. We've seen that plenty of times in the they past. Bama. Weird, though, as in Auburn actually has a chance to win the game. Are we ready to go there, or is it just Bama, even with their issues, just too much for this Auburn team? I think it's going to be a little too much. A couple things around this this uh, game. I don't know if you saw Bo Nix's comments this week. No. Um, you know, he's, he's rehabbing the injury at home, um, so he wasn't around the team. And he did a local radio show, and he basically said that he was talking about a couple of catches that Alabama had, you know, questionable, maybe Jamison Williams a touchdown against Arkansas were the call stand. And he basically said that, you know, it seems like, paraphrasing, he said, you know, Alabama gets all the calls, and there's a reason for it. It's because of Alabama. So he, he threw the, the SEC <laughs> officials under the bus. He threw Alabama under the bus. 
That's why I wish Bo Nix was playing in this game. Because I don't think he makes those comments if he's lining up under center. Um, I think the fact that he's not going to be playing let him just basically, you know, say, listen, of course Alabama gets all the breaks. They're Alabama. And maybe they do. And I know a lot of fans feel that way. And you can certainly argue that they get their share. I think there's had their share go against them if you're really objective about it. But that's why I wish Bo Nix was playing because of those comments. The other thing at, at play here that's big in our state is I mentioned him before, Cecil Hurt. Yes. Is great. Yeah, he passed away. Um, and it, it's, you know, sort of unexpectedly after a kind of a short illness, and that that's going to hang heavy over this program. But the game itself, I I think uh, I think Alabama wins. I don't know about the 19-and-a-half. I think Auburn's going to come out with enough. Jordan-Hare's a great environment. It really is. When it's packed and they think they have a chance to win, it's a great environment. I think if it goes south, it's going to go south quick. Um, I don't know about Finley. Um, I think Alabama will be able to run better against Auburn than they have. Uh, I think they're going to make an issue out of that. So I don't know about the 19 and a half. I could see this, you know, 31, 17, 38, 21, something like that, where there's just just below that number. But I, I think Alabama gets it done, and then they got it. Then they're going to just go into an absolute juggernaut next week against Georgia. But I think they got enough to get it done tomorrow. All right, boys, uh, we got to move on. So let's uh, go right to Bedlam, Trent, Oklahoma. Uh, they get four points. They're on the road uh, in Stillwater to take on those Cowboys. who have got a lot to play for. Your thoughts on Bedlam? You know, it almost feels too easy, doesn't it? The way Oklahoma State's playing. It's my best bet of the week. Okay, so that makes me more nervous. Well, give me Oklahoma. Uh-huh. It just... Which way are you going, Ken? Right. You know. yeah. It's one. <laughs> those kind of games though every angle that you look at it except historically how many times has Oklahoma State been in a spot similar to this not at this kind of level and it hasn't gone their way Gunny just two wins in the rivalry and I was impressed with what Oklahoma did defensively I thought they took a step forward last week against Iowa State compared to what we've seen Mm -hmm. recently is it maybe they are finally figuring things out on that side of the football we'll see because Oklahoma State Still has their own limitations offensively. They are not an elite-level offensive team. And because of that, that four-and-a-half at least, it's looking at me. It's in the corner. Is it? It's it's looking, saying, hey, hey, you want some points. Trent, we know you love points. Come on over here with the Sooners. Yeah, I don't know if they had the tight end position Oklahoma State, but they couldn't solve that last week. No, they could not. Uh, Charlie Kohler was unbelievable. Career highs in that football game. Bama Bedlam. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Um, I like this game at... Uh, in Stillwater, I mean, the, the sidelines, how close they are, you know, right behind the benches. I mean, it's just great. Um, I, I, man, I'm with Trent. Historically, you look at it and you go, oh, this is an Oklahoma game. And if you, if anytime Oklahoma's getting points in this game, you just grab them. But Oklahoma State, you're right. They've been so good on defense, uh, but limited on offense. Can Oklahoma get a couple of explosive plays? Can Caleb Williams or Rattler, are they going to have a, a, you know, a, a, a dual quarterback package, you know, Wildcat, something mm-hmm. crazy that, that Lincoln Riley pulls out of his hat because Oklahoma absolutely needs this game, I think, obviously, to get into the, the playoff because I think Baylor's going to handle their business. And if Oklahoma loses this game, then I, I don't mean playoff, the Big 12, and because I, I think Baylor will handle their business. And if they drop it, they're done. And I I, I'm going to. I'm just going to stick with Oklahoma State. I'm really impressed with those two wins against Texas Tech and West Virginia. And I've talked about that all year. How hard it is to win those games, and they did it. Their only loss close to Iowa State uh, at in Ames. 
I'm going to, I don't know about the points again, because I hate rivalry games and points, but I'm going to take the Cowboys and they got a lot to play for outside of just the big 12, because if things happen the exact right way that they need them to, they're not out of the playoff picture yet. And I think they know that, but they got to get, they can't be looking forward, man. They got, they got to get, they absolutely have to take care of business tomorrow. And I just think they will. I think it's going to be, but you're right. I mean, the game, the Iron Bowl, Bedlam. I mean, mm. just how does it get any better than that on no, a, on no. a on a Saturday? No, it really doesn't. And I, when Iowa State, both better. cooperate because they play on Friday. This is going to be they get out of the way Friday, oh, absolutely. Awesome. And by the way, that game should not be on uh, Big Ten Network. Iowa, uh, I think I mean, the Big the Ten Iowa Network. You know what, Bama? They get to choose one a year. Or at least this was the case mm-hmm. last year. I think it's to say they want this. This is where they, yeah. they want this game. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that this no, is yeah. the Big Ten. The Big Ten is uh, wants this. Guys, we got to move. we got to move. Yep. The rivalry game, Trent Condon, that's going to take place this weekend that you wish meant more. Rivalry game that the I once wish... meant to the world. <laughs> that now, maybe not the world, but you get my point. One that was a big one that I remember just because Georgia Tech kind of in my beginning stages of understanding football a little bit better was Georgia Tech when they won a national championship in 1990. And they've just been so bad. Yeah. And they went to the triple option with Paul Johnson. There was some fun moments and things like that. But Georgia-Georgia Tech, it's a rivalry that always stuck with me. And it's never felt like they've both been on the same plane. When Georgia Tech's been really good, Georgia's been down. Georgia's, of course, been really good. And Georgia Tech, I, I, that's one I want to see both teams be really, really good. I don't know if I'll ever see it again, though. Yeah, it's a good guess. It's great. We know George is up there, yes. uh, but it's a, a great yeah. point on Tech. Bama, what's the rivalry game that you wish was better and it's not this year? Florida, Florida State. Yeah, I mean, be. I go back to, I mean, my God, the 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 Bowden and Spurrier years. I mean, how good was this Bama, game? Bama, this game was 7 o'clock on ABC, and you couldn't miss oh, the game. You couldn't miss it, Ken, and all the – the t- before they outlawed all the taunting and the personal fouls <laughs> yeah. and everything yeah. else, it was great. Yeah. And the coaches, I mean, they had a great respect for each other. I don't think that people understand that. But that game was just absolutely great. And this year it is for bowl eligibility because they're both five and six. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just, it's crazy. Um, the other two that I like that actually have something on them, I've always liked the Northwest ones, the Apple Cup and then, and then um Oregon, Oregon State, but um, and both of those will have something riding on it, depending on the outcome Friday night. But this year, it's got to be Florida, Florida State, because I mean that game in the past has just meant so much. All right, we, I'm going to throw this in just because I love it, and it's the last time we'll do it. What's the sneaky good game this weekend, Trent? Uh, I I haven't even looked. Uh, sneaky good, or just I mean, you'll spend some time watching this game when you probably shouldn't. <laughs> Well, that's all of them, right? Isn't that the way that it is? Uh, well, it's one that I've already told you about, Ken. BYU-USC. Yeah. BYU has an opportunity to win the Pac-12, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they go to 5-0. With and what they've done. And get it done. Right. And don't forget, Cincinnati, if they do lose, great opportunity for them to get into yeah. a New Year's Six game. And how about them being a part of the Big 12 going forward? Bama, is there a sneaky good rivalry? It doesn't have to be a rivalry. Is there a game on the docket on the schedule this week that you'll watch more than you should? Oregon, Oregon State. Yeah. I'm all, I like this one. And especially if, uh, you know, if, if Washington can somehow pick off the Cougars Friday night, that's first spot in the Big 12 North at that point. I mean, if, if Washington State wins, then Oregon has to win to get in that game. But I, I just I know the game's in Eugene. I just I don't know. I've always liked this game. I can't explain it. You know, you talk about your guilty pleasure team. 
my guilty pleasure game. I don't know why I've always liked Oregon, Oregon State, but I do. And uh, I'll be watching that one, uh, um, particularly if the Cougars lose. Yeah, good reasoning. I'm you know, to no surprise. Um, my second favorite state <laughs> behind this one is Louisville and Kentucky. Uh, Bama. We will uh, talk about these games on Monday, and then uh, we'll do this again the following Friday on championship in advance of uh, championship weekend. Bama, have a good Thanksgiving to you and yours. Appreciate it, Bama. Always enjoy it, Ken. Everybody have a great Thanksgiving. But you got a lot to be thankful for. Uh, everybody does. You, you don't have to look. Usually, don't have to look too hard to find something. Great point. Thank you, Bama. Good to talk to you. Take All right, care, that's guys. Bama Bob. You can follow him on Twitter at Bama Bob at Bama Bob. At eleven thirty-five, the phone lines are wide open for four of you to jump on in here. Now you have you cannot have played in the last month. If you played for Claxons, whether you won or not, you're not eligible. But if you fall into that category, that if you've never played or if you haven't played in a month, come on in, 284-5966. We'll give you four games. You give us four answers. The most right, $35 gift certificate from Claxons, the runner-up, 25 If you're getting a ring, that means you are in. Miller & Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Cool sports. Building a better community doesn't happen overnight. It takes hard work, dedication, and sacrifice. It takes a team, and it takes time. That's why for 75 years, we at NCMIC have been here working for you and with you. But this anniversary, we're not just looking back. We're focusing on the future, on building Iowa, on the better days ahead, and on how together we can all start taking the path forward. The Central Iowa Sport is your home for year-round coverage of high school athletics in the CIML and the only place to watch Des Moines Menace Soccer. Providing coverage year-round and always streaming for free on YouTube and at CISN.TV. Subscribe to CISN TV on YouTube to stay up to date on upcoming events. Like and follow on Facebook and Twitter at CISN TV or visit their website at CISN.TV. CISN TV, the home for live locals. Hi, Millery Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KX. You know, Trent, before we do Claxons, you mentioned something to me before the show. Uh, DraftKings, our friend Travis Dvorak mm-hmm. at Wild Rose, he runs the Jefferson uh, Casino there, mentioned to you or sent an email out that DraftKings is going to have some special props for the Iowa-Nebraska game? Yep, few heroes game uh, props that are out there. Will there be a lead change in the last 60 seconds? Of course, remember last year and uh, Keith Duncan blowing kisses. Will the game go to overtime, decided by three points or less? Who will, will the team that scores last win the game? A few others that are out there, but yeah, going to have some extra props for the Black Friday game. 
Keep an eye out for that over at DraftKings. So when you click on when you're on your app, you just click on that game and yep. they pop up. Is that how it happens? Absolutely. All right. Well, good I'm stuff. teaching you. Yes, I was you helping are. out with the same game parlay here this morning. Yeah. Well, technology is not my friend. You're getting there. I'm trying my damnedest. You I'm are. trying my damn. I got to keep up. I tip the ball, Captain. You try at least. <laughs> I do. Sometimes you yell, you yell at your iPad or your phone. I've seen that too, uh-huh. but. You try. Indeed. Let's let's give four of our listeners an opportunity to try and win some barbecue from Claxus. So good job, Travis Dvorak, for uh, asking DraftKings to put those props out on the Heroes game. Tyler, Shane, Jeff, Steve, in that order, four games and a tiebreaker. Most uh, rights will get a $35 gift certificate from Claxons, the runner-up, 25 uh, Claxon's Barbecue, 3131 8th Street, Southwest in Altoona. Online, ClaxonBBQ.com. Hello, Tyler. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. You traveling for the holiday? Staying home. That a boy. Uh, Iowa, Nebraska, pick them. Who do you want? Hawks roll. Iowa State is a 14.5 point favorite over TCU. Uh, TCU. The game, Ohio State, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite at Michigan. Uh, Michigan keeps it tight. All right. Bedlam, Oklahoma State, a four-and-a-half-point favorite over Oklahoma. Oklahoma State. Tiebreaker, Tyler. Total points in the Iron Bowl. Both teams closest without going over. Just wanted to give a uh, quick shout out to my friend Jeff, who's uh, coming up next. We got a little side wager on this, so uh, <laughs> Jeff got good luck too. To Jeff and all the players. Okay, uh, I'll go with fifty-six. Fifty-six for you. Thank you, Tyler. Appreciate it. Well, Thanks. since uh, Jeff is, is actually third, but let's move him up ahead in the queue here. All right. Uh, hello, Jeff. Challenge is on. What did you and Tyler bet? Well, usually we we just go out and get uh, pizza, some drinks, just uh-huh. some kind of dinner of some sort. So, well, maybe whoever wins, if you do, uh, you can use your gift certificate uh, at Claxons. How about that? If yeah. you get the money, all right, Jeff. Absolutely. Uh, Iowa, Nebraska, pick them. Uh, give me the Hawks. Uh, Iowa State, fourteen and a half point favorite over TCU. Um, well, all the uh, treats and food and uh, whatnot getting to bring into uh, Jack Trice. I'll go with the Cyclones with a uh, happy holidays. All right. Buckeyes, eight-and-a-half-point favorite at Michigan. Well, there's going to be people uh, wanting a hardball's head. Give me Ohio State and a route. Okay. Oklahoma State, let's do Bedlam, four-and-a-half-point favorite over Oklahoma. Give me Oklahoma State. All right. Uh, Tiebreaker, Jeff. Total points in the Iron Bowl closest without going over. 61. Happy Thanksgiving, Jeff. Thank you. You too. Appreciate it. Shane is with Miller & Condon. Hi, Shane. Hi. You staying home for the holiday? Um, I'm traveling up to Minnesota. Well, drive safe. Iowa, Nebraska, who do you want? Uh, Go the Hawks. All right. Iowa State, 14.5-point favorite over TCU. Uh, TCU. Buckeyes, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite at Michigan. Let's go with Ohio State. Oklahoma State, a four-and-a-half-point favorite over the Sooners. Yeah, Oklahoma State. And here's the tiebreaker, Shane. The uh, total points in the Iron Bowl closes without going over. 47. Shane, uh, safe trip. Enjoy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Thank you, too. Appreciate it. And uh, Steve brings Claxons to a close for another week. Hi, Steve. Hey, guys. Iowa, Nebraska. Pick them. Can't bet against the Hawks. All right. Iowa State's a 14.5-point favorite over TCU. 
Iowa State. Ohio State, an eight and a half point favorite over Michigan. Uh, Ohio State. Oklahoma State's a four and a half point favorite over Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Tiebreaker, Iron Bowl, total points, closest without going over. 62. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, Steve. Thank you. You you too, guys. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate Claxons for doing this on a weekly basis. I like that people are betting against each other, even if they're not in the contest, going head-to-head. That's always fun. Absolutely. Uh, Tommy Birch, who... His favorite part of our show every week, he says, is Claxton. Is he absolutely really? loves it. Yeah. He uh, chimed in. He's got Iowa, TCU, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, and 56. Those are the picks from Tommy Birch. And we have a consensus this week. It means Nebraska's going to win. Uh, everybody took Iowa. Everybody took yeah. Iowa. This has been a very, very good way to wager throughout the years. Fade yep. our four, four collars, and you are certainly profitable uh, if you've gone that direction. And here we have another one. You like the Huskers? I did. I did too. Coming into the week. Coming into the week. Logan Smothers. No, I think I will. I think Iowa wins, and we all watch Wisconsin and Minnesota. And man, I have to root for Phil Fleck if you that plays to. out that way. You have to. We've got <gasps> another. Break. We've got another break, right? We do. Let's do it. Our picks. Happy Thanksgiving, Birchie, to you and yours. I uh, hope it's going to treat you well. We'll take a uh, timeout, come back with our picks, our final segment of the week. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. This Thanksgiving, be thankful for free bets. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has a turkey day no-brainer that you can't miss. New customers can bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team simply scores a point. All DraftKings customers can also get in on the same game parlays as Ken was needing a little help this morning, and I did that for him. It's better than Grandma's mashed potatoes. I went a different direction there. I like it. I don't like pumpkin pie. Mashed potatoes, yes. For Thanksgiving games, all customers get a risk-free bet up to $25 if your same-game parlay doesn't win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code KXNO. Bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game to win $100 in free bets if either team scores a single point. That's promo code KXNO this Thanksgiving a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older. Iowa only. New customers only. And restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call. The Chicken Coop is the place for great food and wings with three metro locations. The Chicken Coop has the best, fresh, never frozen wings. Buffalo, garlic, jalapeno, buck nasty, tropical heat, pepper teriyaki, garlic parmesan and so much more along with steaks burgers ribs and a children's menu for the little ones and don't forget about the chicken coops daily lunch and drink specials catch all the games at the chicken coop in ankeny urbandale and- bets off football friday picks from miller and condon on kxno brought to you by circus sports sports betting the way it should be with circus sports iowa all right, Miller and Condon, welcome back. Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Before your picks, as you go first, you have an overwhelming lead. And 16 and, did you say 16 and 4 in the last four weeks? 4-1, four, four straight Jesus. weeks. Good for you, man. 35 and 25 against the number you're behind me. Yeah, I know. Don't say it. 
No, you can't. I don't care. No, you're good at this. You are. Uh, where are you going? I'll you're go going to west or north? You go, oh, that's you told me that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So yeah, making yeah. the long trip down there, uh, Andy Fails gave me a couple of recommendations really? for some fun good. things to do with the kids. So you're going to get in the dryer and. Because that's what it's like when you go up on the arch. Right, yeah. Getting in clothes dryer. You can do that? Yeah, I I enjoyed that as a kid, and we'll see if I can talk my wife into it. Maybe I'll be going solo with the kids And when are you coming home? Uh, Sunday. Oh, you can be gone the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Long weekend and haven't been... Well, Jack's never been to Grandma's house down in St. Louis. She's been up here plenty of times, so yeah, it's it's overtime. And it's overtime to get to our picks. You ready to do this? I'm I'm, I'm all ears. I think our audience is tuning in to see what you're picking. We got to fire through them. So we're going to go quickly here. Kick things off. Kansas State, they're getting three at Texas. Doesn't make sense. Great grab K-State and the field goal. UCLA is playing well. Cal is not. I'll lay the six and a half at the Rose Bowl with pick number two. Pick three to the NFL. Let's get the Eagles. Playing great football. Jalen Hurts playing well, Mm -hmm. too. At the Giants, I'll lay the three and a half. Everybody's against the Titans and loving the Patriots. You know what I'm doing. Titans plus six and a half. When we wrap it up, my best bet of the week, a team it's kind of quit. BYU against USC. I'll lay the points. Give me the Cougars and the six and a half. All right, good stuff, Trent. I've got five favorites because taking the points has not worked out well. Tomorrow, both games, I'm going to play two of the three. Dallas, uh, I'll lay seven and a half over Las Vegas. I look for Ezekiel Elliott to have a big, big game. They'll run the football, him or Pollard. Buffalo minus five and a half at New Orleans. Buffalo needs the game. Give me the Egg Bowl tomorrow night and the point and a half. Ohio State, I think they crush Michigan. My best bet of the week is Bedlam. Oklahoma State will pick off Oklahoma only have to lay four. That is going to do it for us. Whatever you're doing this weekend, wherever you're doing it, if you're getting on the road to head to family or just heading out the door, just do it safe. Want you back here next week. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. Enjoy the football. Enjoy the basketball. I want to enjoy the family, too. For those of you who have uh, that opportunity. Trent, happy Thanksgiving, brother. Yeah, same to you. Enjoy it. I know you love this uh, holiday weekend. Indeed, I do. Uh, Murph and Andy at one, the Fanatics at three. We are Miller and Condon. We're here every Monday through Friday from 10 until noon on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KX.